welcome to Waiting for Review, a show about iOS development and the Apple ecosystem. From Wellington, New Zealand, I'm Dave Wood, and joining me from Devon, England, is Dave Knott. Can you hear that? Incredibly squeaky, this chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need to sort my chair out, actually. It's going to be one of my many jobs for this week, I think, while they're away. Yeah. Just, you know, like those kind of jobs pile up. So you're, you're home alone this week? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, um, it's been beer on the cornflakes and everything. <laughs> 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 yeah, they, they left yesterday um, for a week. Uh, yeah. Basically, granddad's taken them away for the week. So I'm here looking after the dog. And, yeah. and myself, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like, yeah. I haven't had this level of freedom in four years, basically since Charlie was born. Wow. Like, every day it's been like seven o'clock, thereabouts. Yeah. You know, he's awake, trying, you know, come and help me get dressed or come and help me get my breakfast ready. It's like, okay, we're up, we're going like, instantly. <laughs> it's like yeah. zero to a hundred. And like this morning it was, I set an alarm, obviously, because we were doing this. But you know, I kind of just like rolled over again <laughs> once it went off. Because <laughs> I was like, you know what? I can. Um, oh, is... brilliant. Yesterday I found it a little bit paralysing. Like, what, what do I do? What do I do first? Like, am I making the maximum use of this time? Because you're not going to get it again for ages. But yep. yeah, fixing the chair is one of those <laughs> one of those things I need to do while while I've got the chance. It's It's really annoying. I mean, crikey, the chair must be... I bought it when I left school. Right. So, so it's, it's like... It's had a good innings. Yeah, and it's still comfy, but it's like, if I sit on it and then move it just the wrong way, the whole thing goes like, gadunk, like the, like the <laughs> mechanism in it. And I don't know what it is, but there's like some Allen keys that are on the side that sort of hold the arms in place. Yeah. Like Allen key bolts. And for whatever reason, if I tighten those, it doesn't do it. But then okay. they loosen over time and then sure enough gadunk again which is really annoying if i've just put oliver to sleep next door for his afternoon nap and i think oh I'll just quickly go on the laptop sit down gadunk and then it wakes him up and it's like no <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh hopefully you can get that fixed yeah i'll do that i'm also moving my desk over to the other side of the room right um because i'm kind of right next to the wall that separates like I don't know, I guess you could call it the office, but basically it's like a spare bedroom that me and Hev have just put a desk in. Um, And my desk, or where I sit on the desk, is literally against kind of like it's just a stud wall, like a fake wall, just basically wooden plasterboard. So very thin, sound goes through it pretty easy. I'm right next to that wall and Oliver's right on the other side, which makes podcasting a bit weird if Oliver's in bed. Yep. Hence, I've kind of moved into our bedroom for podcasting because it's as far away from him as it can be. But we have got another piece of desk material um, we've basically overbought at Ikea. And I'm thinking, well, I might as well go to the other side of the room. So I'm sort of in the opposite corner to, like, the wall and kind of near where Oliver is. Um, A, if the chair decides to do its gadunk thing, (laughs) that might not be as bad. Maybe I can also podcast in the room at the same time as well because like being right next to the wall my voice is going to be sort of reverberating on that wall quite badly I would have thought and just like if I'm playing a game especially if it's like a first person shooter and I'm like moving the mouse around sort of like smacking it around a bit on the desk because I move it frantically because the desk again touches the wall which basically 
touches the cot on the other side where he sleeps. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are my two jobs: fix the chair and put up a desk. But other cool. than that, I'm just I'm just like freewheeling basically. Well, hopefully, plenty of gaming around all of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go nuts. But I'm just kind of, and it's amazing how you can fill a day doing nothing. Just like I went to the shop yesterday to get some food in. I took the dog for a walk, and it was like, huh, it's already like two o'clock. So <laughs> it's 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 amazing how like a day can can go without you really realizing it. I'm just going to enjoy it. Anyway, that's enough about me. What about you? <laughs> me? Oh man. Well, on my side, um, I'm now back up to full time um, hours at work. How's that been? That's that's been going okay. Um, so like my concussion recovery has sort of been this pattern of like every two weeks we added another hour on and then like the difference between seven hours and the difference between eight hours doesn't really feel that much like you know sort of between the the jump between maybe doing three hours a day versus four hours a day felt like a bigger jump um if yeah. I sort of think back um and I think it's just because of how your day sort of ends up divided up. You know, like when it's three hours a day, it's very easy to sort of do like, okay, nine till 12 and then that's it. I'm done. You know, um, and then four hours sort of becomes this kind of like, well, do I work and then immediately have lunch? When do I do that? But, you know, so you sort of end up like doing a bit of a longer stint or doing, it sort of stretches a bit more. And then, yeah, but like I said, by the time you sort of get up to seven hours going up to eight, it's it's easy. Um, so, yeah, thankfully, it's been easy, and, and that's a sign of me being much more recovered. you still working remotely? I'm doing three days in the office and two days at home. So I'm sort of doing Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are in the office. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm at home on the other two days. So with, like, you going back to work full-time, Yep. How are things side project wise? Are you, are you finding that you don't really have a lot of headspace for that, given that you've just ramped up back at work? Or mm, okay, so not during not. the week. No, d- during the week I definitely need to kind of not do the side project stuff. Um, but then last weekend I put a load of time in against my VJ app on Saturday, um, and I, I did some on Sunday as well. So I kind of worked the weekend in some ways. <laughs> um, just kind of fell down a rabbit hole with it all and everybody else in the household was occupied doing their own thing and yeah, got further down the day and I was like oh, actually I've got something working here this is cool um, so yeah I've been been putting in most recently I've, I've, I've put in a, a sort of a full day both weekends the last couple of weeks that's quite cool that you've got this the headspace to do that Especially, you know, considering everything, like, you know, the, the, the concussion, the ramping back up, like, a yep. lot of people I'm sure could be like, well, I've just gone back full time at work, so I'm not doing anything of other stuff. But that's, that's cool that you've managed to find a balance. It's, it's the thing, though, is that this is what I like to do, right? This is, you know, my my downtime is still kind of making apps and being involved in, in code and that sort of stuff. Um it's something that you know we've touched on before that I should, should perhaps be looking to kind of fix and and balance out. But at the same time, I sort of feel like I've spent six months not being able to pick it up 
um, and just not having that capacity that now I'm kind of like, oh, I miss this. I really, really missed it. So, so I think, yeah, certainly for the next month or so, I'm probably going to sort of continue putting in a fair bit of time when I can. I think actually I should probably talk a little bit more in detail about what it is I'm actually working on. Um, <laughs> just to illuminate it a little bit um so i've got my, my my video mixing app is in the store and i've had that for like it's been out for five years this year probably five years yeah and as an application it was built in objective c with storyboards and done very much in that sort of manner um and it also suffered from like i had no architectural concerns at that point when i made it at all um, it just is everything just rammed together. And um, so it's a bit of a bird's nest in terms of uh, of code base. And I've kind of alluded to the fact for a while that I've wanted to rebuild it, but it's kind of seemed like such a big thing. Um, because the way I would like to rebuild it would, would be to sort of take into account like, okay, I don't want it to um, to be storyboard-based anymore, so I wanted to use, um, you know, when I was looking at this two years ago, I was looking at, like, rebuilding it in um, SnapKit, so UIKit still, but... Yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, and I did a bit of that. I sort of started pulling together something for that um, and architecturally building it out with um, an MVP and coordinator kind of approach. And I got about halfway and then just sort of lost a bit of steam. And more recently, what I've done is I've, I've kind of sort of started looking at SwiftUI. Uh, and I spent a bit of time, probably about five or six weeks ago, kind of laying out um, a sort of very basic kind of SwiftUI uh, template uh, that's got sort of, um, it's a view model set up. And I've got things set up in such a way where um, I've got like, manager classes in charge of all sorts of things and they're all defined through protocols so they're all completely mockable um and the view model that that powers the view that controls the the swift ui view um has a bunch of these dependencies kind of injected into it um so that's kind of what i did like yeah maybe six seven weeks back i'm not really sure i kind of laid down this sort of groundwork of like this is a template structure that i think would be a good way to kind of start building a Swift UI app. Um, and then what seems to have happened over the last few weeks is I've started building my VJ app inside of it. So the version two. Yep. It's actually kind of happening. I don't think it's going to take. I don't know. This is the thing I, I, I'm finding that I'm hitting. It seems to be like this sort of um, this kind of like slight ramp up and then a bit of a plateau, slight ramp up, bit of a plateau with, with SwiftUI, just in terms of like, I, I get into quite a good flow, but then I'll hit one small thing that is like, okay, I can't quite do that like that. You know, so then obviously I have to Google around, check out a few tutorials, do whatever. And then, you know, I find the kind of SwiftUI way of doing what it is I want to do. And then I, I, off I go again, you know. So it kind of sort of feels like I'm 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 working in these sort of fits and starts, um, but I reckon if I think if I think how I'm going at the moment, if I'm able to keep putting in you know a fair bit of time at the weekends, then yeah, 
I don't think it would be unreasonable for me to have kind of a um, a beta by the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. So fact, we're in August it, already. That's not very long, is it? No, exactly. Uh, and it sort of feels like I'm going great guns at the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, get, just given the state of the year, I don't necessarily uh, want to put myself on the hook too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is there um, going to be like, any big changes if you're like a user of the old one for the last five years and you suddenly get an update and your new one launches? Yep. Is there going to be any sort of big changes that they're going to notice immediately? Uh, yeah, the entire UI is changing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like so, for like rebuild or anything, it's like... No. No. So the original version of the app, it had... Um, see, what is it, what it is, is you've got two video channels. You've got like a, a left and a right. And two a, a video gets set up on... Video gets set up on the left channel or on the right channel... And you crossfade between the two, like a like a DJ mixer essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and that video output gets sent to the external screen, um, so you can airplay it, or you can connect to HDMI to Lightning connector, um, drive a projector, set it up on a big TV screen, whatever it is you want to do. Um, and the idea is it provides a backdrop for um, for music. So if you had a DJ or you had a band um, and you wanted to provide like a video backdrop for, for the stage or that sort of thing, you could drive it off of this app. Um, so essentially my target market is is kind of um, small gigs, small DJs, bands that want to be in charge of their own videos, like visuals. Um, and the UI of the existing app, it has like a sort of drag and drop kind of mechanism. So you have like a, a tray of videos on the bottom and you can long hold and then drag the video into a slot and it plays on the left side or on the right side. Um, yeah, so that's the existing UI. The uh, The new UI, it's um, I've, I've got like a grid system. Um, so if you imagine like a grid of four by four tiles, um and the videos are loaded into those tiles and to load them you just tap the tile so anybody that loves drag and drop is going to be upset but uh, I don't really think that's going to be the case (laughs) (laughs) you hope (laughs) we'll see, we'll see yeah, the support email will uh, let you know on that one I'm sure yeah I think a lot of it's just going to be like, if there's change, people are going to be a bit like, uh, aren't they, to start with, inevitably. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Even if it's good change. Yeah. It's just change, therefore it's kind of like, oh no, but... Well, that sounds cool. Yeah, um, it's hopefully it's going to provide the base um, for kind of me bringing new features and kind of making the app a lot more, um, a lot more stable, um, a lot better to perform with as well. Um, but also to be able to sort of start doing some stuff that, you know, I've kind of wanted to do over the last five years and I've just not done it. Um, so it's going to be good to sort of get into some of that. You know, like we can catch up a bit more about this again next week as well. Because um, if I've managed to put any further, sort of, you know, get any more done with it at all, then there might be something else that I can talk about. At least one of us has got something to say about app development. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you feeling about all that? 
oh, honestly, I kind of just feel like it's past me now. Right. Like whenever I think about it, I just kind of think that was something I used to do. So it's sort of very much uh, something you've moved on from in some ways. Um, like the question is, what do I do instead? Um, yeah. But then my time is pretty full as it is anyway, just with life. Do you just give yourself some space? Do I just not have anything else, you know? like Yeah. And just, I, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. I just feel like I don't really know. I don't really feel like I want to build anything at the minute. That's the main thing. Yeah. I don't really have a, an app that I want to build specifically. It's kind of like, there's enough notes apps, really. Like, there's enough. <laughs> Nothing's really grabbing you. No. But yeah, I just, I don't have... The, the need to, to build anything. And I, I don't know whether it's that I'm just getting less interested in, like, the iPhone. Like, we're coming up to iPhone 12, and I'm not really that bothered. Yep. And I look at my screen time, and all I do is watch YouTube and read Twitter. Yeah. So it's when you start thinking, are you actually looking maybe at a, a, a jumping ship at some point? What's like Android? Yep. Oh, no, I wouldn't have thought so. Like, <laughs> make, make, make no mistake, as a user... I still love the platform, the ecosystem, the Mac, the iPhone, all of it. Yep. Um, but what I guess I'm saying is, is that like roll the clock back three years ago, even if I had no need for a new phone, I would have to buy the new iPhone. Yep. Just just because, you know, it's like, oh, I've got to get it. And, and that would be that. Whereas now I kind of feel like even the iPhone 10 is just so good. It's like, what, why... Why spend like a, th- a thousand pounds? Like if I want the six point seven inch, it's rumored that's rumored to be like eleven hundred and fifty, and it's like whoa, that's a lot of money for basically the same thing as I already have. Yeah, I mean, I know the camera is going to be good and like yada yada yada, but yeah, the processors. Well, you saw that tweet that I retweeted about like A fourteen rumored to be forty percent faster on the CPU side than the A thirteen. Yep. And I'm presuming the A13 was a good percentage quicker than the A12, and the A12 was a good percentage quicker than the A11, which I currently have in the iPhone 10. So the A14 stands to be orders of magnitude faster than what I currently have. Yep. But it's not going to make YouTube videos play any better. (laughs) (laughs) You know? No, that's true. Yeah. It's not going to make Twitter scroll any nicer. Well, it might do. It might be a bit less laggy sometimes, but... (laughs) I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine with the iPhone 10. Like, and I, 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 I don't say that being like upset with it in any way. It's such a good phone. That's almost a problem. Like the iPhone 10, three years on, is still really good. Yep. So now I think Apple have almost shot themselves in the foot. It's almost like they should have made it a bit more rubbish, and I'd want something new by now. But it's like <laughs> it's really good. So um, I can't justify a thousand pounds or more on something new. No. Um, no, not at all. But as a user. Love it. It's great. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, upset or anything with the iPhone or the Mac. It's all good. It's just I don't really feel like I've got much to contribute in terms of developing for it right now. Yep. And, like, every time I try to sit down and do some dev work, I just be kind of like, oh, I can't really be bothered. Like, what's the point? Yep. It's just not Uh, capturing you in the same way. No, and the longer it's gone on, the more it kind of feels like, well, rather than saying to people, oh, yeah, I do iOS development... I almost feel like I'm almost saying, oh yeah, I used to do iOS development. Right. That's not to say I'll never do it again. No. Like I'd, I'd, I could do, I suppose, but 
I think it would be a particular project that would probably be the thing rather than necessarily even the development itself. I'd guess. Yeah. Like it would be, yeah. I want this thing to exist and this is the vehicle for doing that. Exactly. Almost like in a very small way, like that silly camera app that I made. Yep. It was like, I need this thing, fire a pet's code half an hour later, I have this thing. Like that was really yeah. cool. Um, I'm not sure it makes me an iOS developer, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> that level of of uh, of app. No. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of think, been thinking like what I do instead because I yep. kind of feel like I need a thing <laughs> you know like I can't just be not having a thing I'm I'm, I'm deeply uncomfortable without having a thing that's, yes, that's kind I, of what I, I, well I can relate to that um, because I was deeply uncomfortable without my thing um, during concussion recovery yeah um, and then that thing being specifically the the, the indie app development um I think, obviously, I'm at the opposite end of the scale with you on that one right now, but um, still there's been a level of, like, introspection and, you know, kind of really testing, am I, am I still interested in this? You know, is, is, am I, is it enough for me to, to just be doing this as a day job? Do I have to be doing this as a, a side project? And then there's an affirmation there, which is as soon as I've had the ability and the time to do so, I've gone straight back into it all. Um, which probably has told me everything I needed to know, you know. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and for as long as I'm having fun, I'm going to run with that. That's okay, you know. If it comes at the detriment of anything else that's important, you know, if it's damaging family life or I'm no longer having fun with it, then I'm going to have to put it down. Um, Which is, you're describing where I am, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's okay too. You know, there's there's no point in, um, in in sticking with something just because it it was a part of your identity and, you know, if, if, if that's all it was, if it's, if it's no longer actually that big a thing for you, then there's no point kind of forcing yourself into into that sort of position because uh, cause the ideas won't come the code won't come you know you won't have the interest in, in putting a project out there into the world so you, you may as well be, be focusing elsewhere yeah and like in the back of my mind I keep thinking sort of like Twitch maybe could be the thing yep that kind of uh, direction um because I kind of feel like I've built up a skill set doing this that could maybe translate over to that. Yeah, I'd have said so. And in a weird way, you've kind of got iOS development to thank for that. Yep. <laughs> because without iOS <laughs> development, I wouldn't have started this. And without this, I wouldn't have built up a, you know, well, maybe people disagree that I'm no good at this, but <laughs> I wouldn't built up a skill set to be able to talk into a mic reasonably confidently um, yep. once a week. Because I remember when we first started, I didn't want to talk into a mic at all. I was like, oh, no, no I me either. That. I was like, that's, that's going to be weird and uncomfortable. But like now, it's like I don't even think about it. No. So I could sort of take that confidence and translate it into Twitch. Then the, the, the next barrier would be like, oh, cameras. Yep. <laughs> the, the camera is the new mic <laughs> in that sense. But um, you know that you will gain that skill because you've had this experience. Yeah, and I know that when Baxter put me on the spot, 
for his thing and said, can we do a video one? I just went, yeah, sure, whatever. And just thought I'll just do it. And it was fine. Yep. And with Twitch, obviously with like, you just overlay yourself over the gameplay. You can make yourself really small. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> that's, that's one thing as well. That's <laughs> like a slight comfort in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a little combination of YouTube and Twitch maybe could be something I pursue. Um, yeah. Cause, cause I think you should do that, but other things like you, you've been talking on previous shows about, um, putting together a PC and, and the stuff you were looking at there. And I think there's actually some mileage in you kind of covering, you know, being a, a reformed Apple user or however you want to phrase it. Um, <laughs> Recovering iOS developer. <laughs> yeah. Get, getting into um, PC building and that side of stuff, because there's an awful lot of people who end up in, in the camp that I'm in, which is that they used to do PCs or they've had a bit of a, a, a dealing with it. Um, but completely out of the loop in terms of how that world looks like now. You know, if you ask me, what, what, how am I going to configure a PC for gaming today? Uh, I come back in another couple of days after having read an awful lot of different things because I just wouldn't know. You know, so I think there's mileage when you're sort of getting into all this stuff to sort of talk about it, you know, vlog about it, put stuff on YouTube about it. Yeah, and that's kind of, I say it's quite freeing that I never really made any money out of iOS dev because I can approach this in a similar way, being like, well, this isn't, this is as much of a long shot as iOS dev was in like financial terms. So you might as well just have fun. Exactly, yeah. So I don't feel bad for dropping iOS dev for this. If I was making loads of money with iOS dev and all of a sudden I was like, I want to be a game streamer, there'd be this awful pressure that I'd have to be successful at it pretty quick. Yep. Whereas that's not the case. So it's almost like, well, you know, you never made anything out of iOS dev anyway, so just, like, go for it. Like, why why are you carrying on with iOS dev? Could be the, yep. the question. <laughs> In that case, like, <laughs> it's a bad use of your time. Why are you doing that? Like, try something else. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. It's all, it's all interesting. <laughs>